Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to our Ramadan reflections. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept them and benefit us through them. Let us start with a verse of the Quran. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. The next verse that I have for today is from Surah Al-Nisa, which is chapter 4 and is verse 123. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَيْسَ بِأَمَانِيِّكُمْ وَلَا أَمَانِيِّ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ مَنْ يَعْمَلْ سُوءًا يُجَزَ بِهِ It's an interesting verse. Look, this is what Allah says. Not your desire, nor of the people of the book can prevail. Basically, it's not according to what you desire that the world will run, nor the desire of the people of the book. It's not anybody's desire that this world will run according to them. But there is a law, which is that whoever works evil will be punished accordingly. Anybody who does evil will be punished accordingly. So there's a few things that are being mentioned here. Desire is in every human being, right? It's an innate thing. It's an innate nature within every human being to have a desire. Since the beginning of man's life on earth, man has always been swayed by their desires, right? However, the ground realities are decided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they could many times be at variance with our desire. That's why we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that make our amani, our desires in conformance to what Allah desires. And then that is when life becomes easy. That's when you call the life become hayatan tayyiba. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I give certain people hayatan tayyiba, an excellent and a pure life. And that is essentially when our desires come and become in conformance with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's likes and desires. And there's a special term for that in Arabic, which is tawfiq. I mean, you've heard this so many times probably that he's, you know, he has a lot of tawfiq. Allah gives tawfiq. Allah gives us tawfiq. Tawfiq means for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make somebody's actions in conformance to Allah's desires. So we feel good about it. Can you imagine how life would be? It'd be paradise on earth if our desires were always 100% in conformance with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Once that we just feel like doing the good. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. You know, we feel like doing many good things, right? And we don't feel like doing bad. Although sometimes we feel like doing bad and we regret it afterwards. But imagine if we never felt like doing bad. We were never inclined towards that. A simple example I'll give you is that we go to a supermarket. And if you're used to going around and checking out the aisles and finding your products, you know, there's always two or three aisles nowadays which you don't have to touch, which is basically the, the wine and the beer and everything like that. Because there's just no desire for it, alhamdulillah. If you don't have desire for certain things, it's just Allah makes it so much easier. So you can go past some of the best wines and the best champagnes in the world and they're telling you at this function today, you know, they've got a champagne which is, you know, uh, from from this chalet in 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 France, and it costs this much, and it's uh, a 1928, and you know it's been left in the. It's like it doesn't make a difference, right? Alhamdulillah, we're not interested. We're not interested. But when it's something halal like that, and then you might be interested. There's an interest there. There's a there's a there's a desire there. So if Allah Subhanahu wa Taala could just basically help us close our desires completely to things which are haram, right? to everything which is wrong, that would make life easier. But then what would be the struggle then in this world? 
That's why it's going to be difficult. Allah wants to forgive people, right? Allah wants us to have an effort and make a challenge. Otherwise, it'd be paradise. In paradise, all of your desires will be 100% halal because that's just absolute hospitality down there from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But in this world, there's going to be a challenge. Yes, there's certain things if Allah can close and we can. We can slowly, slowly develop an immunity to certain things, but they could just come back at any time because that's the nature of the world, right? You could, you could relapse into these things. So... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then warns at the end that whoever works evil will be punished accordingly. Right? Because, and again, that's based on some of the reflections we've done uh, before as well, that you'll only be punished according to how much wrong that you have done. Right? That is a promise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because وَلَا يَظْلِمُ رَبُّكَ أَحَدًا Allah says, your Lord will not oppress anybody. There's a number of verses about that. So here, it's... Uh, uh, whoever works evil will be Whoever does an evil, he will be recompensed for that much. There's no discussion of uh, there's going to be extra or not or whatever, but Allah mentions that in a number of other verses. One is Your Lord is not an oppressor at all. Like, not in any way. And there's an exaggeration there that your Lord is not an oppressor in any way whatsoever. So, we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah will make our desires in conformance to his, uh, to, to, his, uh, to his goals, to his goals with us and to his desires with us. And the way that we can get this to do more is by reflection, that what is it uh, that is generally making me fail? And I would say that one of the biggest things that makes us fail is our society. I don't want to blame society, but other people. And when we feel, it's really us, really. Because we have chosen to follow certain trends. We have chosen to follow certain habits, certain cultural habits. It's our responsibility. At the end. We can go around condemning everybody that people are bad and people are bad. And maybe they are bad. But our responsibility is to do what's in our best interest. And one of the most debilitating and suffocating factors is culture, right? The bad aspects of culture, not the good aspects of culture. Good aspects of culture is what raise us and elevate us and no ennoble us. But it's the bad aspects of culture. This is what we watch causes destruction to a lot of people and they can't practice, they can't do good, they can't move on in the world. So the only way our desires are going to become in conformance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's desires is when we break free from all of these shackles because that's what Islam came to do. Islam came to take people away from the worship of others to the worship of the creator of the human being, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And while we, when we blindly follow culture and we feel suffocated by, by it but can't do anything with it, while that's not worshipping, but at the end of the way it's showing that kind of affinity which is still wrong. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from the evils of our culture, to allow our ideas, our goals, to align with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us. And we make dua that, oh Allah, make us the way you want us to be. Make us the way you want us to be. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to gain the blessings of this world and the blessings of the hereafter. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Please keep us in your duas and we will keep you in our duas. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this Ramadan a blessed one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The point of a lecture is to encourage people to act, to get further, an inspiration, an encouragement, persuasion, 
the next step is to actually start learning seriously, to read books, to take on a subject of Islam and to understand all the subjects of Islam, at least at their basic level, so that we can become more aware of what our deen wants from us. Uh, and that's why we started uh, Rayyan courses, so that uh, you can actually take organized lectures uh, on demand whenever you have free time, especially, for example, the Islamic Essentials uh, course that we have on there, the Islamic Essentials Certificate, which you take 20 short modules. And at the end of that, inshallah, you will have gotten the, the basics of uh, most of the most important topics in Islam and you'll feel a lot more confident. You don't have to leave lectures behind. You can continue to, leave, uh, you know, to listen to lectures, but you need to have this more sustained study as well. Jazakallah khair and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.